And welcome to our backstory conversation with Tom Osberg. Tom, you've been associated with True Tales Live for some time, starting out in studio at PPM TV, and your storytelling is just so thoroughly engaging. And I was so pleased when you agreed to be our feature teller, and we've all been rewarded by your wonderful storytelling just now. It's a real honor to be asked, thank you. Your program's title, Misadventures, is, I think, in an ironic way, the perfect title, as it's safe to say that in the history of True Tales Live, your stories are the most outdoor adventuring focus of any that we've heard. And you mentioned that you grew up in New Jersey, which is a place that uh, I grew up on Long Island, so I don't think of New Jersey or Long Island as particularly outdoorsy. Yeah. So uh, how did you... Um, was, was there kayaking in your family or hiking or <clears throat> not the environment in New Jersey particularly? So how did that come about exactly? Well, my dad was really, uh, uh, really helpful in that. He was part of a fishing game club. And when we got old enough, we always wanted to go with him. And they had a trout stream and he taught us, you know, how to fish and how to tie knots and, and how to start fires and and he got us into scouts early. And my mom was the Cub Scout leader. And oh. uh, my dad was the, the Boy Scout leader when we got in, when I finally got into scouts. And so, you know, I always loved being out there. And we lived, there was a, there was woods at the end of our street in New Jersey. And, and that was with some fields and forests. And that was a big adventure area for us. And back then, uh, what they did was they said, go outside and play. And then uh, they would have some way to call you back. My dad had a bell, a ship's bell. <laughs> he would ring on the back door. And every mom down the street would yell, Tommy, time to come home. You know, so it was a communal uh, parenting back then. So. So uh, just to move on, uh, this relates to something that you said. I had this book. I don't know if you can see the title. What Great Storytellers Know by Bernadette Jiwa. And she writes, great stories happen to people who look out for them. You become a good storyteller by being curious enough to find meaning in the everyday. And I take it from what you just said, Tom, that that's sort of similar to your process. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, things happen and you take different paths and you keep your eyes and your ears open. And there are stories all over the place in your life. And, and so it is, it is all sorts of different things. that. Well, stories. and in your email or sort of pre-email with me, you mentioned that you craft stories as you hike. Um, and we're very interested in the story creating process at True mm. Tales Live. So talk a little bit about that. You craft stories as you hike, is that right? Yeah, a lot of times it's like a, something pops into your mind. It might not be about hiking or the woods at all. It might be just that you were, you know, something you shiver and you remember being cold in uh, opening the refrigerator, who knows what it was, right? But the relationships that you had then come back um, some experiences come back. And if, if you can see it and remember it, it can be a story. Mm. 
So, so part of this uh, story creating actually takes place on the fly, so to speak. Oh it's, yeah, definitely. It's <clears throat> triggered in, in you that draws the story out or in this case, maybe. Mm, yeah, <clears throat> you're nice and quiet and you're alone when you're um, in your thoughts anyway, for a lot of when you're hiking. Now I looked on your website and you have 200 stories listed there, or I don't know if they're stories or story threads or. Uh, uh, I was keeping I, track and I lost track. I have another book full of them too, so. You have 200 more stories now. Have you told, you haven't told 200 or have you? But no, I've only told threads that You sort of are making available to people through your website. Yeah, I've maybe told a dozen. Ah. Um, I, I think, though, my friends and family hear the pieces of them a lot. <laughs> and so, you know, when you're telling it around uh, a kitchen table, one story will lead to another story from someone else. And, uh, and that just builds it. And so, you know, it might be just a small excerpt of a story. And so I write that down and as a possible story someday. And then if it builds to another thing, then, and you can find a story arc to it, beginning, end, and a climax middle, which I think the True Tales Live Workshop, I've got to put that in as a plug, is a wonderful at bringing you in to knowing about those story arcs and how to craft a story. So with those 200 or, I don't know, 300 or however 100 many you have, how do you decide which story to develop, which story thread to develop into a full-blown story with an arc? It just um, well, if it comes up a lot when we're when we're talking to friends or family, huh. that's a good sign because it's meaningful to you, and it's meaningful to other people. And um, the other thing is is sometimes uh, like True Tales Live, they have a subject for the the storytelling. Uh, that month the theme and the theme will also spark something and you'll look at the list and you'll say oh yeah you know i was, I was doing such and such and it, it fits in there well that's nice it's, <laughs> that's the whole idea yeah. <laughs> amy and pat and i and all the other our volunteer producers are glad to know <laughs> the theme idea works now in your email to me you wrote, and I'm quoting here, oh. making a music playlist is always part of my storytelling prep. So would you unpack that for us a little bit? Yeah, there's a couple of weird things I think I do differently than some storytellers. And, and the one that I, I find is, um, I think people who write music are also storytellers. Yes. We kind of all know that, but they have to make like one line of one verse, draw a picture. And as I'm working on my story, um, I find that there's a lot of emotions in songs in that, you know, 20 words. And so I start making a playlist. I, I did one a long time ago about um, a little kid adventures. And so I titled the playlist uh, Peter Pan. And all these little songs that had to do with a kid growing up just fit in so well. And so I would 
put those in the playlist and I would listen to it at night or when I'm hiking or in the car, then it, you know, it helps you get into a, a, a deeper feeling for what the story is going to be about. Well, I'm very interested to hear you say that because I'm someone who believes that narrative poetry, song lyrics, and first-person storytelling are really part of the same large creative process. There, mm. to uh, paraphrase the car guys, there are three sides of the same two-sided coin. <laughs> yeah. So I, that makes a lot of sense to me. Okay. But I think it is fairly unusual to think about storytelling in terms of a music playlist, but it, it makes perfect sense. Well, we're close to the end of our time. And the last question is always the same question. And you know what that question is because you've heard me say it before. Uh, part of our mission is to encourage new tellers. And so we're always curious to know what advice would you give to someone who's a brand new teller or thinking about telling a story for the first time? Yeah, I, I would say that, uh, you know, you kind of feel scared at first. And some of that fear is just uh, the audience and being open in front of people. But what you have to remember is when you tell a story, at least for me, and I think when I talk to other storytellers, you don't actually see the audience. You see where you were at that time. So you see the pictures and all you're doing is describing pictures. One of the things I do, which might be weird too, is I draw pictures and there are stick figures and maybe, you know, a ship or something. And, and then there's another picture of, you know, the island. And, and those are kind of what I tell from more than words on a page. So it's not that hard in some ways it there's a fear factor but it feels really good when you do it too well this brings us to the end of our conversation thank you so much tom for your stories and for our backstory conversation sure. and this brings us to the end of our show a few quick notes thanks again with as amy says to our true tales crew whose names appear in the scroll Keep up to date with True Tales Live through our website, our Facebook page, and our e-newsletter, True Tales Times, edited by moi. <laughs> our next show, as Amy said, is in five weeks on March 29th, our annual social justice show on the theme of exercising rights. Next Tuesday is our next workshop, March 1st at 7 o'clock. Workshops are good and fun and free. Join us and sign up on our website. Tonight's show will be posted on PPM TV's YouTube channel, probably in about two days. Our editor producer, John Lovering, is not only fine, but fast. Tell your friends to look for it and encourage your friends to sign up for our newsletters and so they can keep in touch. And finally, this from author Jennifer Weiner. She writes, tell the story that's been growing in your heart the characters you can't keep out of your head, the tale story that speaks to you, that pops into your head during your daily commute, that wakes you up in the morning. Amen to that. That's our program for tonight. Thanks to our tellers, our crew, and you. My name is David Frainer. Good night. Mm -hmm.
Thank you.